Too many jams here. Hello, and welcome, welcome Hello. to Too Many Jams, a show about all things twenty-year-olds. With help from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we hope to deliver you an auditory experience that helps expand your mind, your palate of being a twenty-year-old and the issues involved. Yeah. And today's guest is who do we have? Your you thing is this is the first time he's been on an episode with video. It's Mark Stanius. Rob, how do you say his last name? Stanius. <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, we, no, what's the fake way you guys call it? What would you call it last episode? Stanius. Okay. When you said that, I was like a little bit hurt. I was really happy that someone like corrected and I realized it was a bit, but yeah. Wait, Stanius. Say it. Stanius. Stanius. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It, but it's a fucking hard last yeah. name. Oh, it try, is not easy. I'm spell one. it right now. Oh, okay. Uh, S-T-A- Yeah. N- D O U C H E. D O U. Standouche. Yeah. It rhymes with Standouche. I got it. I got there. Um, uh, but close. welcome back. And for the people Glad watching on YouTube, you're now looking at them. And, uh, you know, things have changed, I guess. The hair. The hair. Yeah. And you're a dad. Yes. So yes. I'd say both equally the same, right? Yeah. Cutting your hair off, having a child. Yeah. How you feeling? Uh, tired. A little bit. You look a little fine. bit. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I was expecting more sunken bags under the eyes. You know what stuff. though? It's there is that cliche that you like you don't get sleep, but I'm lucky to have such an amazing wife that kind of and I work nights too. So a lot of the the tough hours um, are kind of handled by her on the days that I'm off. And also, it's really the first like month that is awaking. Hell, quite well, it really is. It's it, it, I cannot describe it. It's like it helped that I was off work those two weeks, but I'm sure we'll get more into it. But like paternity leave. Yes, it's <laughs> it is like fraternity. You fraternity leave. <laughs> you don't know what day it is. You don't know what time it is. Like babies when they first come out have like two settings. It's like crying and sleeping. You know, you think you're like I can't wait to bring them home and watch the Raptors with them on my lap, and they'll be giggling. It's like no, they're like crying or sleeping, and uh it was like that for the first month and you know you don't get a lot of sleep but we kind of i don't want as well, a new father well, it's hard to say but i think we're kind of past the worst of it we'll talk like i want to talk about all this and that's yes. that's part of the big reason why you're on uh and thanks for making time in your schedule we're more important than your son and that's amazing <laughs> uh, <laughs> amelia's gonna like no, take just, that and uh, clip that out she's gonna clip it, it. Yeah. it's gonna go on the wall yeah. um, but let's just say we, we're gonna start the episode we want to give the people listening a little preview um, but you earned a beer. Oh, yes. Yeah. From our sponsor, yes. True History. I've been excited. Yet? No, I haven't. I've heard a lot okay. about it, though. So yeah. it's blowing up, dude. <laughs> All thanks to us. We learned last episode how influential we very are. Humble yeah. You're very so humble podcast. You're most humble in the podcast. <laughs> um, so uh, pour yourself a beer. Uh, so shout out to True History Farmer in the Sky. You can find them in LCBOs. Follow them on Insta to see where they are. And uh, also Wrist and Rye. You get yourself some nice male jewelry. Uh, or female, we we sell female sizes, but it's like a it's male unisex. brand. Unisex, a lot of sex going for on for anyone and everyone. Uh, yeah, and bad for yeah, it's okay. We pour mics all the time, and it you make it. You makes, can't pour with a mic. That's, I, well, that's the one flaw about holding. Move. A mic. I've learned. I've learned. And having a beer a sponsor is that you can't do both at the same time. That's probably the most head you've ever got. <laughs> 
So Mark, uh, for for listeners, Mark, uh, if you have listened to his first episode, that episode was a lot about his career and what he's doing. He has a super cool career. Uh, and of just a very interesting guy we go back to fraternity days with. And uh, just reminiscing before this episode, we forget sometimes how much how much friendship we actually have. You know what I mean? We've done a lot of stuff together. Oh, yeah. We, t- we, we touched upon it a little bit last time with the road trip. Um, I was just laughing about how you mentioned the way home story about the uh rv the rv and i wasn't mentioned at all but i was there <laughs> so uh lots of, lots of connections you guys Mark of course remembers it all <laughs> so i don't get mentioned in that episode but last week i'm kidding but uh no it's it's crazy you guys were at my wedding and all, a lot of these big moments and yeah you're one two of the first guys i told about uh yeah elliot yeah and uh, you guys asked yeah. what my biggest fear was and i said that it was a girl and <laughs> Once that is, uh, you can't assume Elliot's gender. It, it, oh, it's true. We did want like Amelia was when we were picking names, like either or. We wanted like it's kind of funny. We wanted like gender neutral names, as they call it. That's so millennial parent of you. But we had a different gender neutral name for a boy and for a girl. So like we liked the the it's a gender being, leaning name. Yeah, exactly. Well I got said. you. Well said. I like names that are suitable for both boys and girls. You know? Have you met a female Elliot though? No, but no. you know it's 2019. Anything could happen. <laughs> so your your son is named Elliot. Yes, and yeah, the whole gender neutral thing. I the way I think about it is, why even fucking mess with that name? Name 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 your kid. You have a kid. You're gonna spend a quarter to half a million to a million dollars on this kid, depending on how wealthy you oh, are. Oh God, why did you bring that and, up? And <laughs> um, it's like fucking name it whatever you want. And if it, if the kid wants to change gender, just take out a, tell them to take out a new name. You want to name Hitler? Name yeah. Hitler. Right? If, you, like, if you don't like your name, you can just change it. Hit, did you say Hitler? <laughs> yes. It would be Hitlery if it was a girl. <laughs> Is Hitler gender neutral? Like Hitler's gender neutral. What was yeah, the last name? I've, wasn't I've been it? watching. I can't even tell you, which is pretty embarrassing. But uh, I've been watching, rewatching Breaking Bad recently. Oh yes. In, and, uh, ready for that movie coming up? Or, yeah, uh, yeah. You stoked or what? I have not. Like, I've been thinking about rewatching it, but I haven't yeah. found the time with the kid. But I'm <laughs> yeah. stoked for the movie. And it was actually kind of snuck up on me. Like, I didn't realize it was a Netflix movie, which yeah. makes perfect sense. It's so sick. It's and being released on Netflix. And, yeah. and not to interrupt, but the one thing I was like fascinated by this is like, as I think about, I kind of did this with my podcast on Poddrop. I talk about the streaming model and how it changes the way we consume and all that. And I was thinking, like, people right now might think Breaking Bad and think like AMC the yeah you know the the people that produced it the the channel but like as people grow up and just like associate breaking bad is on netflix by coming out with the movie and producing the movie and exclusively showing the movie they're kind of like in a way robbing Still AMC, AMC yeah. breaking bad they're like when people will think breaking bad 10 years down the line it's totally conceivable they'll just think netflix right which is kind of cool it's it's you were saying that you were watching it sorry oh yeah i, I just wanted to make one point about yeah. <laughs> changing the name remember when walt jr just yes. all of a sudden starts calling himself he wants to be called flynn <laughs> so and you know walt jr isn't he like in a different fraternity like wasn't he a du or something i can't remember not in the story the actor though. like the actual yeah, actor yeah, which was like chirpable but we're not going to go into the specifics of that. But. Well, no, I'm, I'm happy you guys actually brought up that tidbit because it also introduces the fact that, so Mark, Mark is, uh, he has his own podcast. He just briefly touched on it. We were actually on it as well. Yes. And he does a, a little bit of a different take on podcasts where he releases them kind of all at once in something he calls a pod drop. And uh, so if you like these kind of hot takes, Mark, I'd summarize you up as kind of sports, a little bit nerdy, like to talk about like, like 
these media hot takes really stuff on like you said you, you had comments on streaming yep. on we when we were on your episode we talked about michael jackson uh so it's it's a little bit different than our podcast in where we just kind of shoot the shit we talk about general life issues you're actually finding stuff going on and kind of making a story about it commenting on it kind of journalistic yeah almost. well i like to think like podcasts have come so far i think in the last like four or five years they've been around for a while but they're very much becoming like the new reading in a way there's this one author 100%. uh malcolm gladwell really famous author and he has does he have this, a podcast he does have this podcast called revisionist history there's some really good episodes in it it's also mm -hmm. not some not but mm -hmm. first and foremost he was always an author yeah he released this new book can't tell you what it's about but it, it did well enough he sold the audiobook as everyone does the audiobook he reads the audiobook he put in a couple like elements that are more like familiar with podcast and he said on a, a podcast i was listening to that the audiobook sold better than the actual book which is like unheard of but it kind of makes sense right like this author who's has a very popular podcast is like why not make this book and just kind of blur the lines of is it a book or is it just like a seven eight hour like really deep dive podcast and this is kind of like extra in the in my mind having a kid now and I, i'm really trying to like think of like a time capsule to hopefully share like the better share of the world he was born into like 10 years, 10 15 years down the line by like making him watch this or making him watch some or listen to some of my other podcasts and things okay, like that crazy idea and we'll, we'll talk about all this i'll finish up bring him on the pod he's the third host dude okay, no, <laughs> no but I, I was gonna make that joke why didn't you bring him for this podcast but no because i just want to finish introducing you before we get into all these topics but i just had a wild idea before I, I wrap that up is this podcast could be you collecting all the things you want elliot to hear about and like your That's takes true. on it okay side note we can go into that so if you want to hear more about mark's job um listen to his previous episode he works at Rogers. He works production in the sports editing. Is that how you describe it? Sportsnet, uh, basically a highlight content producer. Really cool Social job. Producer. Interesting hours, interesting projects. He talks about it in, in that episode. Go back and watch that. Or you can also watch or listen to Mark's, Mark's podcast, podcast exactly. or, as well or, that we were on. Watch yeah. Sportsnet. <laughs> we need more people watching TV yeah. nowadays. <laughs> Keep TV, Mark yeah. employed. Watch uh, Sportsnet. That would be a big one too. Well, yeah. So yeah. Th that's all that. That's all that stuff because this is your second time on chapter. don't watch jay and dan <laughs> we don't speak those names no no so i've never jay, even heard of them i don't know is who that they like are. number one the enemy? list at uh, at sportsnet i don't does what's the does the foot bother itself with the the ant like does it even think about the ant i don't know i think i butchered the quote but you know what i'm gonna say <laughs> fuck tsn I should, actually i might work there one day yeah just, <laughs> let's go let's, just only watch where mark great. works yeah. Uh, but yeah, so look into Mark for all that stuff because chapter two, Marcus has a child. Yes. And it's weird because we're sitting here side by side, peers, same age, same relative experiences for the last 10 or so years, minus the fact that you got married, had a chid, child, chid, you chid, you chid, a chid, a chid. Yeah. and uh, bought a house. And you're the first guest in our age group with a child with the house, with all this stuff that like, we got to fucking talk about it. Yeah. You got to, I bet there's girls out there that when the royal baby came around, they're like, I want a kid. This is, <laughs> you had one. We can, we can tell the 20 year olds yes. about what this is like. And I don't even know where to begin, but 
I guess the birth, the delivery the room. room. <laughs> I'm just gonna like start off by saying I was kind of mentioning off air. Um, how much, like in the lead up, in the nine months or whatever, how much of your mind, or at least mine was, was like on the birth, and it's like all about like how is this four to eight hour experience gonna be? Like what what to expect? What do I need to know? And all this, and it's like it just kind of happens like you know well, humans have been professionals in the room that too but humans been making babies for a long time oh gotcha and it just kind of like it's kind of like a shit like your body knows how to do it you don't really bingo. think about it i'm sure amelia would love that comparison and uh <laughs> the, the the thing is it's like the reality is it's the 50 years after when you're taking care of this kid that like maybe i should have read a book or two that amelia kept putting on my desk like yeah then, well they didn't come dad. an audio book have you yeah. so <laughs> i didn't do any of the reading i did I, 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 like classes or anything we did go to whatever the lamont's what is it? it yeah that's kind of basically prenatal class is what it's called it, you know uh, you can you, there's some private ones you could pay 100 bucks or whatever we did like the the public one um it was like a full day i had worked the night before watching sports so i came home at like 2 a.m 3 a.m the class was at like nine yeah so i was we walked into this class and it's it's empty and i'm thinking to myself like oh this is gonna be so awkward like it's just gonna be us and the instructor i'm like half asleep i gotta pay all this attention and i was like i mean let's let's throw the instructor a bone let's sit at the front of the class right we sit at the front of the class five seconds later like a herd of people come in and just fill in the back so my fears of it being empty were not. Now I'm just in the front, falling asleep. Oh, no. And it's like an eight-hour class, and a lot of it's like... Not exciting? Eight hours. It's not exciting, and a lot of it's like kind of common sense. Yeah. And in the end, we're kind of learning like breastfeeding techniques, and they give, they give you a doll, like, you know, the typical doll. And our doll had like, I don't know what it was. It, it had some <laughs> like... It had those eyes that would like flutter, whether you like turn it upside down. And there I was something, the there was something in one of the eyes where it was like a lazy eye, and <laughs> I could not stop laughing at this doll. And the instructor was giving me the dirtiest looks, but I was like, you know, because you cannot make jokes of that. Yeah. Like, like okay, our baby's in love. <laughs> we got a weird it, it one. Was, it was crazy, but then you know the day actually comes, and the one piece of advice if i can sell a piece of advice is um something i had no experience or any knowledge of before the whole going into this is midwives so a midwife when people think well let me ask you well, what do you think when you think when you hear midwife for the first time like what do you i think midwife tub births <laughs> i think of like like those tv shows where they do like these natural births and it's like whack and the like the girls like honored, they do like a weird backwards delivery. And they're like humming. And they're, like, yeah, singing humming like, and like yeah. burning like a, a incense. Inc yeah. yeah, that's what I think. But they also help with uh, like post birth and stuff, right? They like do. like you, you can cut, or maybe that's more of a night nurse type deal. So but. the night nurse. There's, they're free. I want to I get that out of the way too. It's like as someone who's super cheap, <laughs> it's free. It's a public service. Uh, Brampton had their own, but I'm sure every city kind of does. And they actually like, take the place of the nurse in a perfect situation if you're giving birth and you have a midwife and the birth goes without a hitch up a hiccup there will be no nurse until the baby comes out and then maybe they'll do a quick check but this this midwife is through the process so you come in you know six months leading before the birth you, you meet with them and yeah. then a couple months later you meet with them again as you get closer and closer they ramp up you start meeting every couple weeks yeah and then you start hanging out having dinner parties funny you say that the midwife who birthed elliot I saw 
at the launch party for mid twenties. Like our, her, I what? remember her that her name was Brianna. She Sam's gra- girlfriend, Brianna. What? Yeah, was it was such mid-wife? a trip. It was such a trip. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot this, about this. Why actually. is this the smallest world? I know, known I know. To man, and it was crazy because, like, when I went to the, the launch party, it was like my first outing, like since the birth. So, like, I didn't know how to like talk to humans. You thought you were hallucinating? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, You're like, am I having another child? <laughs> Where am I? All this soon. Um, but they are the greatest resource. Like, they. So you don't meet with Brienne every time. I met with like a rotating mm. cast, and and the job is interesting. Like, they basically have like. They're like firefighters. They're on for two weeks where they got to respond to any birth and they're off for like a week. And then they're okay. on for two weeks. So they do this rotation and um, the day comes, you give them a call. They basically come to the hospital with you. They're in the room and it almost felt like a, a, a cheat code. Like I didn't need to read the book because like, yeah, I'm meeting with them every two weeks. They're bringing things up. They're yeah. answering questions. Are you ready that for I brought this? Up. Is that there? And there's a, f- and, and the idea or the, I guess the mission statement of a midwife is to like help you fulfill your birth plan. The stigma is that they are like heavily into like natural births, yeah. no drugs, all that. And I guess it bears true. Like, I mean, we, Amelia, bless her soul, no epidural, which is like the, yeah. in the spine, no drugs whatsoever. Fuck. Dude. I know. And it's like, and you hear people too, like, I mean, this is maybe a bad example, but I'm watching Amelia's really into like Teen Mom. She describes it as like a great show to like feel better about your mothering when you see like really bad mothers. But there is a, or like there's another one called Unexpected, which is basically like the same fucking, the the same same thing, accident. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like basically white trash having kids. And um, (laughs) one of them was like talking about how nervous she was and how she was like, I, I heard it was really painful no shit yeah uh so i'm like already i'm worried about how the epidural goes it's like not only are you like already quitting like you're you're the baby's not even coming yet and you're already saying i'm having epidural you're also freaking out about the epidural like you know what i mean there's there's different ranges i want to say one thing though before i go into this anymore is like amelia was a champ though a lot of other people if they need to, if anyone has, if they, I don't sure this audience has had a lot of kids, but if somebody needed a, a C-section or an epidural or whatever, like power to them, like everyone is yeah. their own person and all that. But like, dude, it's, it was pretty awesome to see Amelia do it. I would do, no I would do an epidural. <laughs> like I would do a fucking epidural. I think my mom did. So yeah. I'm not like, sure, but like, so when you're talking about your birth plan, it, I, is that people choosing whether they're going to have a C-section or epidural yeah. and stuff beforehand? So, the funny thing is, um, where they're gonna do a birth in a river. I tried to make this like ongoing bit with Brianna and the other midwives, where I tried to pretend that there was like this like deep seated hatred to the nurses because mm-hmm. like there was one midwife who would always make little comments about like oh, a nurse wouldn't do that. Oh, oh no, or like the nurses try to do this, or the nurse might say this, but this is really what you need to do. And I would like leave there with Amelia, and we would like build up this narrative of like it being like a gang war between nurses and midwives. Um, <laughs> Brianna once told me to be quiet because I might get her in trouble like during the birth because I was like trying to bring the joke up again. Uh, <laughs> but, but during during there, the birth, you're making stand up. <laughs> there is a. <laughs> Amelia's not laughing at any of it. Um, there is a, a belief that sometimes hospitals are really trying to just like get you in and out. So, though a C section um, is for like an emergency, and many times and most times it is for an emergency sometimes the emergency is like this mom's not being going to be able to push out this baby like because she just 
like it, it, it she's just not in the, the mindset to push it out and the hospital's job is just to get someone in and out as quick as possible so there there could be a conflict there so the midwife is supposed to be the liaison um well, tell the nurse, fuck you, nurse. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the, the, the gang war that's going this on. This is their birth plan. <laughs> I'm here to facilitate it. The thing is, I'm, what I'm thinking is, um, you're like, all oh, midwives are free and blah, blah, blah. And I'm I'm sitting here the whole time thinking, is birth not free with OHIP? No, it, it, it is free if you want to just like, here's the thing. It's a, it's a resource that's free that everyone should at least know about and maybe research their local one and see if it's for them. Because like, without a midwife, if we were just like doing it off books and you know your mother's hearsay from thirty years ago or forty years yeah. ago, had, like, you know what I mean? It's there's no reason, in my opinion, not to, unless you really want that epidural already and you just don't want anyone to tell you otherwise. But um, it definitely made my like research for the birth a little bit less. I just took it on myself and said, hey, I can lean on these midwives uh, for that process. Of course, you're never ready for like the taking home process. But how much Google search? How many Google searches have you done since you know having the kid at home? Not many, not really. Like Amelia does a lot more of that, and I think that's just like the you know internal mothering nature of mothers, and and also like I was telling Robbie, like no, Trudeau says that doesn't exist. <laughs> I politics is just like we're equal. <laughs> So I can I can do everything that that I can do that as well too. Yeah, yeah. He also brown face, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm obviously just joking around. First, I just wanted to give a shout out. That's so impressive that she did yes. it without drugs. Not, I don't even know why drugs are bad. It's just impressive that she did it without it. Is there, there a stigma around doing drugs? Well, there, there is um, a few. Like for example, if uh, like certain drugs need to be administered, the baby has to by default be at the hospital a little bit longer under care. Um, because a lot of the drugs are will also like slow the process down a little bit. Like the it will kind of calm the baby internally, and I mean you know you might add a couple hours, but at the long if you're not through the pain, you know some people think it's worth it. But I, I wouldn't say stigma, but I just go back to the idea that like people have been giving birth for very 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 long time for thousands of years. Yeah, and, and they of used course to get the, them drunk though for the birth. <laughs> Yeah, you should do some whack stuff. Well, the midwives don't. That wasn't part of our birth plan. So, oh, wasn't your birth plan? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Here, here's a here's a farmer in the, farmer sky. In the sky. Let's go. Yeah. What's no, what's impressive. an average length for a birth? It's funny you say. Um, well, so the the story of the actual birthday um, was you're supposed to like time contractions, and if they get close enough, like the one thing that's not true is the, the water breaking myth of the movies. Oh, like it, no. it can happen, but it's not like. Oh no! And you're like, like that movie scene. And, like, oh, that actually doesn't happen. It's always like clean up in aisle four. Like it's a huge. No, the puddle. camera pans down yeah. and she just looks at him, and they have this like is this happening? movie magic? <laughs> like, oh, it's actually it's happening. happening. Yeah. She's just like pissed on the floor, <laughs> basically. You know? So, so the the or at least the midwives told us that it wouldn't necessarily be this like flood, like Niagara Falls. Yeah. Like it might just be like, oh, like I'm peeing and it won't stop, kind of feeling. I got you. Amelia's water didn't break. Like it's uh, water breaking birth happening isn't like that isn't the you know set in stone order. Uh, so she had these contractions are getting close enough. Uh, we called the midwives. They they come to just I'll just leave it at, like they do a check. Um, they were shocked about how far along Amelia was. Okay. So like I don't know what they thought. I don't know what Brianna thought of us before, but she yeah. obviously didn't think we were very tough. But Amelia very much pushed it to the very limit to when you should go to the hospital. She, she's like I'm good. 
So that's my that's why I bring it up is because if some people are like, it's coming, I, the baby's coming, I need to go to the hospital. It's like, it could be a pain tolerance thing. It could be you're about to be a mother and you're nervous and there's so many factors and this and that, but you might go to the hospital a little too early. The yeah. hospital at that point okay. would be like, they might send you home. They might also be like, oh, you're here. Like, we'll, we'll bring you in, but be ready to wait. Uh, the process for us was about six hours. Um, there was this worry about, there's always like little things like Amelia needed to take uh, this one drug because there was this one little, you know, slight worry from a, a ultrasound where she didn't take this one drug before the baby came, but not close enough. And they were trying to time it out. And long story short, they're like, well, we need to wait till at least four o'clock before you start to push because the drug needs to be in you for like 20 minutes first. We put in you, you know, an hour ago, it needs to be in there for at least an hour and a half. Long story short, they're like, it, the pushing could be like 20 minutes. I'm like, 20 minutes? You mean, we've been waiting four hours. I'm like, 20 minutes and we're done? I'm like, yes, like, I'm like getting time home for the Raptors game. Like, let's go, right? It wasn't 20 minutes. It was like two hours of, of, of that, of the, of the, like, the hard laboring before the four hours of like the pre-labor, I guess you would call it. I think it is called that. Um, and yeah, surreal experience. Um, unfortunately, Elliot was born with what's called meconium and is that superpowers i wish i wish uh it means is when a baby is in the womb there's a chance that they poop themselves oh. while they're still in the womb because the process of being birthed is like a traumatizing one because you're like i'm just in the womb and now it's like yeah fuck i gotta get out of here dude like, i came up folded in half <laughs> Did like, you shit yourself though? I don't know. I, was, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, because of that, nurses did have to come in the room. I mentioned before that like ideally the nurse would never have to have come, but the nurses need to do a check. And it turns out uh, there was some worry that he had swallowed some of his meconium, which is a nice say to, way to say he ate his own shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, <laughs> so uh, great start to his life. Um <laughs> And he had to be in, he, we were in the hospital in the, in the NICU, the neonative mm -hmm. intensive care, whatever it's called. Yeah. A neonatal or whatever. And for three matrix. nights, three nights, longest three nights because of my of life. Meconium. Yeah. Like they, you know, need to make sure I honestly it. thought I was going home that day. I, I was like six o'clock and, and I was joking. The raps were actually playing the next day. So okay. I was like, you know what? Even I'll at I, least make it home by six o'clock tomorrow. Even if I got to stay at night, I'm good. Right. This was during the run. And it turns out. No, three nights. I ended up going home to take out the garbage and do some things at home. And he's doing watch, he's doing finger quotes. For yes, the yeah. I I watched the game with my brother that because he was actually looking after a dog. And you know, I, I, there's a, at the point when you're at the hospital for those three nights, it's like there's only so much you could do. Yeah, Baby's obviously you just sleeping stare a lot. Out a window. And Amelia allowed me to like watch this this raps game. And when Amelia was born, I oh, sorry when Elliot was born, the raps just when Amelia was born. Amelia was born. The rap, raps. <laughs> Elliot has only known victory. Like the Leafs, this is their year. Wow, Elliot doesn't. I mean, except for the Jays, but like, well, they don't, who cares about those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sportsnet. But Elliot's gonna, be, <laughs> Elliot's gonna be like one of those kids in the in where's it Boston that puts up holds up one of those signs where it's like six victories in my lifetime or six championships. Oh yeah. Know? Well, hopefully if we get those <laughs> yeah. wins. But dude, I have a little Jays. bit of a, a whack question. So obviously, Elliot's healthy now. Yes. yes. Congratulations. Super healthy. Super healthy. Not eating his own. Not shit eating anyway. his own shit. Anymore. That's why yeah. we can make these jokes. Is because you know he he he's all good. At, he's at home. We saw a picture. We can put it in the pod here of him looking like a dope little boy. Oh yeah. Um, weird questions I have for you. You got married Shoot. in a church. Yes. Are you guys religious? 
Um, Amelia was born and raised very much in a church community. And sorry, I know, I know historically. Sorry, my, my my question is: Are you guys as a family going forward? Oh, 100 percent. Okay, yeah. so um, do you go to church weekly? Yeah, uh, unfortunately, because of my work, yeah. um, it doesn't. It's not weekly. Yeah. Whenever I'm off a Sunday, and with the rare exception of like this Saturday, I worked till 3 a.m. Like till the very button. Like I work five to three almost every day. Mm-hmm. But often I'm getting home at like 1.30. In that case, it's like nice. Uh, but this was a case where I was like, I can't do a six-hour turnaround and fall asleep in church. Like, what's the yeah. point, right? Yeah. Um, that being said, like, we are like contributing members to church. Um, so financially with, and all that. But with um, so with Elliot, obviously, uh, like, there's some religious considerations, stuff like that. But what I was thinking is, I don't even know if this is related. Did we circumcise? Yes. <laughs> I could see it coming. Um, no, we didn't. Okay, why? Well, your boy's not I know circumcised. That. I don't know how I know that. I do know that, though. <laughs> oh, we lived in a house. Yes. Uh, and uh, the, the other thing is, like, you have to... Well, one, it's, it's no longer paid for, which is, like, it used to be, like, kind of a regular thing, and now it's, like, it's not much, but it, it did kind of color our rationale. It's, like, if it's not mandatory... And it's not even free. It starts in your head. It's like, is it that important? Right? Like, it's not like, oh, your two month shots. Every baby needs to get like, boom, 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 boom. Like, those are free. Those are covered by the government. They're like mandatory. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not necessary. And of course, it definitely factors in that. Like, I'm not, and I can't believe I'm talking about this on camera. <laughs> no, um, we, we, much, we we talk about dicks all the time. Talk about dicks all the time, dude. <laughs> Big dick podcast. Or how much dicks, does actually. snipping cost? Oh, it's these not days. much. I should. It's that's. I sound like uh, I sound so cheap, but I think it's like a hundred bucks. Another thing too is I remember, oddly enough, shout out to Mr. Mulford from high school, my old football coach. He had a son, and we started talking dicks, and we were like, <laughs> um, it, we, "I brought it up," and he he was he told me the story that he actually went to get it done, and they're like, "Oh, you need to be in the room when it happens," and he was like, "Oh," and he, my son started crying, and I was like, "I can't do that." Yeah, so I took him home. I was like, really? He's like, is it that big of a deal? Like, no, it's I mean? not. Yeah. No, and that's why I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out if, because I thought about it weirdly the other day. I was like, would I do that? my? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought about it weirdly the other day. I wasn't sure if you're talking about the idea of circumcision the idea or someone specific. Dick, no, no, but, the idea of circumcision. Just, okay. <laughs> like, and I just like, because I knew you were coming on, and I was just like, why do I want to ask this? <laughs> do people still do it? Why do? Why did people do it? Why? I think it's actually becoming less popular. Uh, I think there was like a time when a lot of people did it, but just from uh, my my friend circle has changed so much since I've been married. For those who I think I mentioned on the previous pod, but my wife's a little bit older, uh, fifty. I'm kidding. Yeah, she's fifty three. She, she's thirty one. Not, not in a couple weeks. Yeah, remember that by a gift. Um, so her friends all have kids. A lot of them are having their third kid. We just found out. Like Damn. it's funny. You try wow. to like time it up, and you're like. Oh, you know, like, let's, let's line up with Nancy. Yeah, so we can have our kids, like, yeah. one, you know, obviously ship them, as the internet likes to say, and be like, oh, we can, you know, we'll be like, our kids will get married, and we'll be like family and all that, which is, like, absurd to think, but uh, <laughs> kind of cool to... Wait, least, what is this term, ship them? You never heard ship? No. There's, like, uh, it's like... We're gonna try? Like, it's, it's like that app, ship, where you hook people up. <laughs> it's, it's used a lot in, like, television, so it's, like... Um, I was about to use Breaking Bad, terrible example. But let's say like Game of Thrones. Oh, people like to ship 
Brienne and whatever the dude who got his hand cut. I'm so bad with Game of Thrones names, by the way, but um, you get what I'm saying. It's like Brienne two- of Tarth and uh, Jamie, Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister. People, oh, like, people like to ship them. I can't believe I forgot Sir Jamie Brienne. Lannister, right? But um, you guys, <laughs> so, throwback, you guys were talking about Game of Thrones way back when it was on. I love your analysis of it. There's something I love about analysis, in particular of that show, when people like don't, there's so many ranges of how how much people love it, right? It's like, yeah. you know, everything, you read the books, you know, all the names and there's yeah. people just like shooting the shit, talking about the action. I just, I love, I don't know why I'm bringing it up. It's actually kind of interesting when we're talking about 2019 and about like time capsuling. I always think about like what the big things are this year. It's like Avengers, the new, the last Avengers movie, the, the Joker movie, which I saw and isn't very good, by the way. Uh, Game of Thrones and all this. And of course the sports, the Raptors win the championship, all this stuff. It's like, I hope I can find a way to like, make Elliot appreciate this when he's older kind of thing. But well, so well, I guess, well, that's the next transition, right? Yeah. I've, I, I did your job. I've, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have a podcast as well. So you, you kind of, you, you have a basic understanding of keeping the story going, yeah. moving along. Yeah. I've got a question about that. Elliot, uh, you know, wanting him, wanting, uh, you wanting him to grow up and like all these things that you like, mm-hmm. have you thought about, you know, you see, you see uh, parents teaching their kids wild stuff and getting like world records, like youngest like skateboarder kid or yeah. like youngest kid to do this. Have you thought about like forcing your kid to be great? Yeah, in some areas <laughs> or like Every like training day. him in certain skills or um, aspects. Well, the first thing is like the the big question, I guess, a lot of like sport parents. I'm gonna like bring it back a little bit to sports because like that's a big thing too. Obviously, yeah, in my uh, life, high school athlete of the year, high school athlete of the year. Yeah, we get it. School, <laughs> same. I made the same joke last podcast. Apologize for this. <laughs> um, but it's the big question now is like specialization versus generalization. Do you let your kids play all the sports, or do you let your kids play one or two sport and force them into you know like you're only playing tennis. You got to be the greatest tennis player ever. Um, I can only color from my experience, which in a way was like, I played everything, but I also like, look at me now, right? Like I'm not, I'm not in the show. So was, yeah, but that's so, genetics. Dude. That's exact. But unfortunately, Elliot has my genetics. Oh, okay. He's half black though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the movie scene where the baby comes out half black and you're in the delivery room and you're like, Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, is he just covered in some of that shit that he ate? Dude. Oh no, that's just okay. <laughs> Yo, I was in, I was in Los Angeles, uh, and what's that basketball player, Steve Nash, Rick Nash, Steve Nash, Steve Nash, Steve yeah, Nash. Okay. yeah, way back, yeah, yeah, um, and that happened to him, right? What he was born he, half black, or yeah, no, no his, his wife. baby, oh, his baby was okay, yeah. So, um, I'm sitting at the table. He's the table next to us, and but he's like at our table was like that's Steve Nash is Ben Jurjevich um, oh, yeah. when we were visiting oh, yeah. him and I'm like oh no kidding and like just thinking like what a cool thing we're in LA first night you know there's like there's a celebrity and uh, then Ben t- Ben's next line was yeah like that he tells a story <laughs> he's like sitting right there I'm in sitting shot. right there and I'm looking back at this guy and basically <laughs> his wife had cheated on him with a teammate what yes I never heard this story you know is it real I don't know Cause I don't know I didn't hear it as well until Ben that's made mean, the that first comment, time I heard so. it was yeah you know what I think I googled it after Canadian great. because I was like that's crazy he's such a big deal but 
I'm hearing the story and I'm just looking back at him like that happens to real he's people. He's like, dude, stop looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, dude, it happened. I know what story you're hearing right now. I know what's going on. He just on. gets that everywhere he goes. Yeah. I love that idea. But anyway, sorry, back, back, yeah. back to you. Way more important. Back, um, what was I talking about? Oh, the sports. It, honestly, is it bad that I was recently thinking about like, so uh, Amelia is a private school teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, super awesome, growing, successful Christian private school in Brampton. Unfortunately, a little bit smaller than your typical school. And with the trend, especially with like, there was a player yesterday, I don't know if you heard this, like Mason Rudolph, he almost like was killed on the football field yesterday. He got hit so hard. He was uncon. You know, you know, you've been hit hard when they have to like screw off the face mask before oh. taking off the helmet. It was one of those. And he gets like, up and you can, you can see in his eyes, you're like, dude has no idea where he's being. Yeah. Point is more and more I'm hearing people say like, oh, my kid's not going to play football. My kid's not going to play football. It's like, great. Thank you. Because Elliot, Elliot's going to come let's right go. through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Elliot's driving right through that hole. Uh, point is, I was thinking, like, I've had this conversation with me, and I'm like, okay, so he's going to our private school for sure. But when he goes to high school, what about maybe getting him into a public school? And she's like, you know what? That's A lot of people do that. I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. So I'm at, like, I'm at work, like, tired. I'm, like, researching which Brampton places still have football teams and all this. And, like, are they in our zone and all this? It's, like, the most insane thought. And I thought to myself, I can be even more insane. How can I create a football team at Elliot's school? I'm like, you know, if I if I ask the principal if I can coach a flag football team in middle school and get all his friends into it and then groom that whole process and grow the program from the ground up and then get like this and that. And it's just like, what am I doing? This is 15 years from now. Like, who knows? But so so the day to day of raising this kid is thinking about how he's going to be in the show. Right. So because like the stuff that you're doing now. <laughs> The stuff that you're doing now, looking after him, giving as, him small dumbbells, just like well, yeah. like, <laughs> but as you're saying, like, okay, this is this is gonna stem into a few questions, and I don't know if they're gonna come up in the in the story. No, but go ahead. The day to day, it sounds like, is not as crazy or different. It's like you kind of know what you're doing when he's hungry. You got to feed him. You know, you take care of him. You look after him. Yep. And you're getting that groove. You're through like the rough month where it was just you know on and off, crying or sleeping, um, and. So, you know, that stuff isn't as crazy or scary. It's more just once you get in the rhythm of it, you do it. A lot of your time is spent making those future decisions, thinking about yes. like, oh, how are we going to raise this kid? My question is, now that you have a child, how did your brain switch from your dreams and goals? Whereas like I might be sitting on the yeah. computer being like, oh, how am I going to get my music video out there? Or like whatever. How much, how much of your career is still on the table? How much is it thinking about his... Oh, and I forget the second part of that question, but I mean, it's tough. Like you really do. It is an insane feeling having a a kid and it's like, you know, I love my dog and I always thought like, I never love anything. How is Zoe, by the way? It's always good. She's starting to like show signs that she's an older dog. Yeah. Um, Okay. But she gets along with the baby. she, She gets along. He's just starting to like really like recognize her and, yeah. and like react and sometimes be very fascinated so like in in bed today like zoe jumped up and we were all in bed and he was like grabbing at her and pulling and she was like surprisingly okay with it even though whenever i try to pet her she like runs away she's like <laughs> she's so over me at this point but, um i won't sound too heartbroken the having a kid it, it, it it's hard not to think about and there's like this dichotomy between me and my wife and she's like at home all the time with him because she's on leave and she's on leave and 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 she's you know uh she can get lonely as i'm sure you have to because you you can't really do much as much as like we say we're out of the rough time a lot of that is like 
Can't my leave, wife you can't still, leave your site. You can't you leave can, someone's site. Yeah, and, and we're sleep training right now, which is the process of like putting them to bed at the same time every day so that they can sleep through the night. And like Elliot has to this point, and there's always chance of regression when they teeth, when they go through growth spurts, all mm-hmm. this. Right now, he's sleeping like 12 hours straight almost oh, he's with a, occasional wake up, which is like amazing. Yeah, I I, sl- I was a great sleeper. <laughs> Never an issue with me sleeping. Uh, waking up, other well, that's a little tougher, but the it, it does consume your life. And when I the the economy that I was talking about is that like Amelia's like I I need more interaction. Like I wish you were home when you weren't working. Like and to me, it's like yeah, but how long have you ever been away from Elliot? The one time your parents babysat him and we went to see Spider Man in theaters, and that was your longest way. Away. I got to be away from him. 12 hours every day I go to work, commuting back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's kind of like meeting in the middle there. When it comes to like thinking about those actions, it's, it almost helps to like just kind of take it a day at a time. And the biggest advice I can think of is like, whenever you do something, a decision, like the, the, I think the most tangible way of saying it is like, Elliot, he needs snap right now, but he isn't having it. He's just not, he's not tired or unfortunately sometimes babies, if you, as you've seen in movies or in life or even like little kids in the market, they're like, I'm not tired. Like they're just overtired and they don't mm-hmm. even know it. And that can like make them cranky and they don't even understand. And they just lash out. It's like, whenever you do anything, whether it's like the decision to no, he needs to sleep or like, okay, let's, let's play for a bit. It's like, why are you doing what you're doing and what like, what is the point? What is the long-term implication of what you're trying to do? That sounds exhausting. It, it can be. <laughs> Being a father is kind of exhausting. But so it, it, that's the best example. It's like he needs sleep. You know what? Like he's so sad. Like look at those tears. Oh, I got to pick him up. And it's like, why am I doing this? So then when he's five and he does this, mm. I have to do this again. Or when he's 15 and like, you know what I mean? Like the, what is the end goal is to have this kid by age 18 ready to go to university. And it's like everything or college or whatever. Right? Um, I said that so like, Mm-hmm. or college even though we had a conversation <laughs> on the last episode about like how great college was um but that's kind of the way I, I think about it is like e- while you're taking it like moment by moment except for of course i'm trying to plan his football career you're also just like with each moment thinking like what is the goal like what is the end result of this action right so, so but the, i just wanted to loop back to the thinking about yourself yeah that's that's what i was gonna okay, say yeah okay, don't um uh, yeah i was just gonna make the same comment about how to you, I mean, you obviously have career goals yep. with Sportsnet and journalism and all that stuff going on in your life. Have you found it hard to balance, you know, goals with the baby or time with the baby, you know, uh, in, between your own personal? Definitely things like pod drop. Is that what you're going to say? Sort yeah, of? well, just I just wanted to know, like, yeah, like, do you still have the same goals? Are you still thinking about how you're going to advance your career? And Because you talked a lot about goals in the last podcast. Yeah. And, um, and or, or throw him out the window. I'm just th- <laughs> yeah. You're like oh, my life's not important anymore. It's all about him. Well, I mean, the ultimate goal, not to be like flowery or whatever, but it's like you know, surround yourself with as many people that you love and that love you back, right? And if it's that, and which means having a kid and all that, and maintaining the peace and the happiness within that like ecosystem, which means. I even brought it up on the last pod, which I just listened to for research coming in, was like my dream, and I still say it is, is to become like the producer of the live event. Chase, mm-hmm. Raptors, yeah, in the whatever. Truck, yeah. And I even brought back how when I met with the Raptors producer, Dan Gladman, then when I told him I'm getting married, he like, like a bell kind of went off. And he's like, whoa, 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 like you're way too young. What are you? Th-? And looking at it now, 
he's a bit older. I think he's just turning 40 soon. Mm-hmm. He's not married. Yeah. He's not whatever. And it's like that job, uh, as I described last time, he travels with the team every game. Right. He, he's produced every game for like almost 10 years now. It, it is harder to have a family life if yeah. you're doing that. Um, unfortunately, uh, long story short, too, at work, uh, some of the structuring has changed. We, we Long story short, we've unionized. So some of the upward progressions becoming... Seniority now? Uh, yeah, uh, basically. That's so wild. it's becoming a little um, less... Uh, it's not as easy just to like, I'm going to outwork everybody and, and move to the top. Yeah. Which is tough for me because like I'm driven in a way that I really do like to always do my best. And and now that incentives are like whatever, but without going into that, because that's not even really like important when it comes to goals, it's like, it, it does come back to that family. Is there a chance that I look down the line that I start, I want to coach this football team mm-hmm. or I want to yeah. coach house league hockey. And it's like, Oh, you can't, you know, you could work around my work, my current work schedule to make those things happen. It's like you could not coach, you know, house league hockey if you were doing this, whatever. If you were a Raptors producer traveling right. all those yeah. games, and it's like when it comes to there, and I talked back on the, uh, to the previous episode. It's like money has never been the biggest motivation. It's always been like just being happy with my job. But that also what about what about money everything. to support him though? Well, that's another good point too, right? And like, how many kids do we want to have? And um, all that. And right now money, like with Amelia off work, like I think I underestimated, like I always consider myself a decent budgeter, but like, yeah. like when Amelia went off work, like we revisit the budget and we're yeah, like, like, save a oh. hundred here. Don't circumcise, get a midwife. No, <laughs> <laughs> we look at it. We're like, I, I didn't math when the first count was like, okay, so we are at minus $18 a month. I'm like, okay. So you do that for a year. We're like 150 bucks, right? Like <laughs> I, I can make that on like a, a, and then of course, a car broke down, a laundry machine, bro- a washing machine broke, a microwave broke, <laughs> a Dude. terrible experience with a leak in our house with black mold that had to be like, long story short, like things just came and there was like, without Amelia working, there was, n- there's no, there was no, there was slush. no, offer. There, there was, was no, no slush. Yeah. Everything was just being added on. It's like, it, it, now it you're is, in 10 grand debt. Yeah. Like, but like, like that, I mean, like that, that was a joke, yeah. but like, that's how yes, it happens. Exactly. It's like, it's like, you don't expect you're going to, your car is going to break down up. or. Um, and if you have no buffer room, yeah, but she will go back to work. Exactly. And we'll get through it. And mm-hmm. we had some advice from some family friends too, that were like, say, be ready for that. And just know that like, don't, don't let that consume you because you know, they say a lot of relationships, like that's always a big point of contention is money. Yeah. It's just like, it will work out in the long run. Amelia will go back to work, but then will she go back to work long enough for us to get out of that debt in order for her to have another kid? No, oh shit. Stuff like that. Right. Do you want to so, have another kid? I think two is is like locked in stone. Like yeah. they would, it would it would have to be a uh, terrible misfortune for us to not to, for us to only have one. Amelia's really set on like, oh, you know, uh, single children are weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is Kevin a single child? I'm. <laughs> uh, Kevin has a sister. Oh wait, okay. Do you want to hop in there? What's up? Single child or no? Uh, no sister. Okay, oh, see, sister. see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm a goalie. I'm a weirdo, but that's not the like. Single children can also be weirdos. They, they can also be <laughs> driven, though. You 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 hear successful. But how but... many single children are goalies? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a deep dive. There's study. There. It's not always true. Not all goalies are weird, but most goalies are weird. Most goalies are weird. Yeah, uh, that's I for think... sure. And not all single children are weird. Yeah, uh... most single children are weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, just generalizing here. Yeah. But uh, I think a second child would be great. I would love like. If it were, if our first was a girl, the second one would be like such a stressful like it needs to be a boy or like 
Let's go three. Let's Dude, go you got four. the boy out of the way. I got the boy. The next one's all gravy. If I had to pick, I mean, no one's asking. I'll just fucking drive the conversation <laughs> myself. I have my own podcast. Uh, I'd say girl next. It's called the millionaire's family. Exactly. The boy and a girl. <laughs> Do I get a million dollars if this happens? <laughs> no, they cost you a million dollars. And you got the dog. Hopefully she'll be, still be around. Uh, Dude, I, 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 sorry. Uh, you spoke a little bit about uh, how your friend groups have changed. Yes. So do you find yourself hanging out like a lot more with parents and dads. people in the community and like dads, uh, moms? Yeah, there's a couple, uh, like couples that live closer to us in Brampton. And of course, Amelia's older friends um, from back home. But like, obviously, I'm spending more time with the ones in Brampton. And yeah, like one of the guys I've become like, he's one of my best buds. And he has two younger children that like, look at me. Like I am like a god. I love it. They're, they're like, you know what I mean? You know, I'm oddly enough like just a little bit younger like, you than play him. Play video games with them or something. And- oh my! I brought out. I have a. Oh, this is. I shouldn't be bragging about this. Oh, I'm in ten thousand debt. Well, I have a racing wheel at home. <laughs> <laughs> I have this racing wheel at home. I do too. Um, and it's like one of the legit ones. That has Logitech. Like, yeah basically okay. um it has like force feedback and the yep. pedals and all that and you shove the kids yeah there's like four-year-old i had like basically babysit him for like an afternoon once and i was like i just put this thing on a stool so it could like his little tiny feet could reach and just like let him go at it and every 20 minutes he's like mark i'm stuck and like somehow he would like drive the car under a rock and a bridge and like a, such a tight space that there was no way to get out um but yeah it was it, like <laughs> I don't know if it's the video games, but I think it's just kind of that, like, when I had first met this family and spending more time with them, I didn't have a kid. So, I, at least You were excited maybe, to see kids. Or I was going to say, maybe the kid was more excited to see this, like, adult who's not a father, who can kind of be, like, bridge the gap between adulthood. Like, I'm an overgrown child. I have a, a fucking racing wheel at home, right? Like, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? So, I'm not shocked, but, like, it, it is really cool to, to have these other couples... Uh, with with kids and kind of been exposed to that experience as you know i was going under the same idea of becoming a dad and like they're having their third now and we're like oh yeah let's ship your daughter they don't ship. have a, they don't have a daughter for, for sure they have two boys make so a daughter make, so yeah. we can do yeah, this yeah, yes um or oh, it's also 2019 Okay, make yeah. one of your boys a daughter. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's what Amelia always says when I say we have another boy. It's like we have another boy. Do we need to have a third? It's like no, I'll just treat one of them like a girl. Or like I'll just bring. <laughs> she says it's a. I mean, power tip. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. It's almost almost twenty twenty. Imagine what's gonna happen oh in gosh. that. Year. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, you joke about the shipping thing, but I feel like it's it's common over in uh, where is it like India or th- that oh, they like actually arranged marriages? like yeah. arranged marriages. Yeah, that what they, a they actually there, do this. It's uh. How would how would he know that? <laughs> what the it's fuck common would, knowledge. It's common knowledge. Yeah, I don't the, um, it, it's funny because Amelia's group of friends, like her, I, I hate to say church friends. It sounds like a, a bad term, but whatever. Her group of friends that she grew up in the church at home, a lot of them did marry people that they knew when they were kind of young. Like they kind of very much. She came from a smaller town, so like it's not unheard of that like you married someone that you knew since you were twelve and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if Amelia maybe like keeps that in mind and she's kind of like, she's who, seen who they it. gonna, yeah. yeah Amelia went for the happen. big city boy. Oh yeah. yeah. So you were the, you were the real catch. I was the brain drain. I took, yeah. I took her away from the small town and brought her to Brampton. <laughs> <laughs> the big city now. Uh, uh, Have you ever seen the, the TV show crashing? No. Okay. 
um, about it's it's uh, about bad com- drivers. No, it's about a uh, comedian. <laughs> Brampton and bad drivers are like <laughs> hand in hand, but a comedian. Go on. <laughs> it's about Pete Holmes. Do you know Pete Holmes? Yes. Yes. Uh, it's like his story. He grew up like church, like married, like high school church camp, like sweetheart, and then becomes a comedian. It's really jokes. You'll like it. Uh-huh. Just a recommendation, people out there. I watched it in a fucking weekend, three seasons. Oh, it's that good. That's a bingeable show. But you'll like it, is what I'm saying. And you watch a lot of shit. So. How do you like Brampton? I watch there? a lot of TV. Um, Brampton is, I, I kept using this excuse for the first year. I was like, oh, it's just a commuter place. Like, I'm just driving to and from. It's like, I've been there for two years. I don't really, I need to have an opinion on it now, I guess. Uh, <laughs> bad drivers. Like, like, like legitimate. You know what, though? It's like, and I, I want to say this too. Gender, race, throw it aside. It doesn't matter in Brampton. Everyone's bad. If you bad. move to Brampton, you just become a bad driver. Unless you're me, apparently. The one thing that I have uh, this huge pet peeve now is that, okay, for anyone listening, if anyone's from Brampton, there are these lines on the road. They're often like dotted. You're supposed to drive between them. You're not supposed to like ride your wheel. Oh, they're not like a train track. <laughs> no, no. Like, <laughs> so many people are just driving on the line. It's like, are you making, are you turning to the other lane? Are you, no, you're just a bad driver. It's like, I, you try to get around them, but it's, you get this like nervous, whatever. And there's lots of memes and like, Man, Brampton have bad drivers. It's like well known, and it, it is true. I didn't know that, dude. Commute. I commuted to Brampton for a summer. I've never seen more accidents. I've never seen or heard more accidents. Just like I'd be getting lunch, accident. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's an accident. This like you see intersections where the accidents always happen. I literally drove by one recently, and there was like like one of the light poles in the middle was just falling across the street. Dude, it's like, there's so many pole damages. How did you farm this? Like, you just <laughs> throw into the pole. Like, the, the pole damage you'd see too is just like, there'll be like a street sign that's like cartoon bent into like the shape of a car. That's it. That's hit it. It's, it's true. It is true. But uh, Brampton, I mean, honestly, it, it's, it is close enough. Like a lot of people like kind of scoff my commute. I always remind them I'm going to work at weird times. So I don't really feel it. It's about an hour and a half there and back. All combined, in? Like combined? Normally 55 minutes in, 35 back. Yeah. 35 back is... That's a breeze. That's, that's why you get so many podcasts yeah. in. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's a treat, man. It is. It's a vacation. It is. I, I mean, I, I discovered my love for podcasts when I, I talked about in the last episode a little bit. It was like when I was up at Wasega Beach living for 18 months and I was a little lonely, 16 months or whatever, and I kind of was rediscovered podcasts and that was kind of a way, but like I always have them on. They're always on the background. Yeah. Amelia hates it, I think. Um... Well, I talk to me, right? I agree with like I should be there when I'm there. <laughs> that, that was, I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, you you do it to yourself. I do it to myself. But I love it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I absolutely love it. Never stop. Never. Stop. Uh, but yeah, no. The, the commutes the commutes not that bad. Brampton, aside from the driving, it like so it just, doesn't have the nightlife, right? Like like if you're if you're you don't yeah. need it. I don't need nightlife. I you I'm never needed it. You were a transplant at Western nightlife. <laughs> You know what I mean? You were like... All you, you need is a video game. I want to hear... What is a transplant at Western Nightlife? Like, you... I don't disagree. I just want to hear that. You were all... Like, you You know how, like, transplants... Like, okay... Sometimes they're rejected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bouncer's like, nope, not you. Like, they, you're there. They're working. The liver is working or, like, the, the whatever's working. Yeah. But you can tell that it, it's like it's like and it, it's been put there it's, it's been funny placed you there. say that i don't even like i don't take it as insult at all it's like there were so many times going out and it was this fraternity mentality and like keeping up with the joneses yeah on like cocaine uh figuratively, figuratively. and um it's like you go to the bar because everyone's going to the bar and then it's like the the spending money and it's like i've already mentioned i'm cheap but like i'm also like 
especially in university, just didn't have the money. Yeah. So like sometimes you go out and it's like half the time you have a great time. Sure. But then like half the time, it's not even just like an okay time. It's like kind of a bad time. It's kind yeah. of like I didn't have a good night <laughs> and I spent money. Fuck. You know what I mean? No, because like, like the thing is, is you were in the fraternity. You were the president of the party fraternity. Not a big deal. Of the party fraternity. Which is wild, How but the fuck? because you know why? For two terms, because you were the like the president has to do the most work. You found the the least party job, you know what I mean? Like you found the sign work. me up. You sign found the the one where you had to network and yeah, do all yeah. this shit. I hear, you, I hear. You. And the things that like don't get me wrong, love partying with you. We like we, we half the shit we do is partying. But what I liked about you wasn't your frat star like crush bitches energy because that wasn't there. <laughs> it, it, it was your you were just self-deprecating you were fucking yeah you were just a good guy a little nerdy like like the, it's, it. so it was like whenever you were in that scene it always felt like a transplant because yeah. you're always over there just like this is fucking not me like <laughs> like just making jokes like no one's talking to me or like even though like, does anyone have a dart yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was yeah. kind of like it was kind of more like that but no, no, I, I no offense second no i meant offense <laughs> <laughs> I think fencing. Yeah. <laughs> so how uh, no. can I make sure Elliot isn't like that? Yeah, we can. The thing is, you got to bring bring Elliot over to hang with the yeah the Uncle, cool kids. You hey, know Uncle what I mean? Robin, Uncle Trav, I love yeah. it. And yeah, we'll next be like, time you come on the podcast. Question for you guys. Yeah. Let's say you know, I, whatever. Our lives go in different directions, or or you guys end up having kids, and and maybe our kids start spending time together and maybe yeah. you know we grew up we're all happy oh, i remember the old good old days or whatever yeah how do you feel about another person's kid calling you uncle if they were just calling like if mike elliot grew up to call you uncle travis i'm fine with it okay yeah do you feel like it's if, if it was like thrust upon you that you would feel like an undue pressure that you're like i don't want to be called uncle. oh it depends how close we are yeah yeah of course it was just like hey elliot this is this is Travis. Me and him used to go to school together. Hi, Uncle Trav. Like, that would be kind of weird. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> I'm like, you'll forget this. I forget yeah. everything before, like, like 12. My my parents... <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the concussions. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's quite common with really close, you know, parents who are friends, right? Yeah, like, yeah. If, if we're hanging out all the time, and it's like, yeah. I'll be like, okay. I bring it up because, like, Amelia seems to have stumbled upon this, like, this uh, algorithm where it's like, if the kid was born... Like, so my good friends in Brampton, Ryan and, yeah. and his kids. Shout out Ryan and his kids. The, the ones who look at you as God. Tara and Ryan. Their kids. They don't call us uncle, but they, they call you God. They, they call, call me God. God. <laughs> well, they're very religious. So I should okay. Say. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. They patron saint. They don't call us uncle, but like to me, that's like, oh, they were born before we were in their life. They can't call us uncle, but because Elliot was born and we were like, friends oh, okay now you can say uncle and their next oh what their next kid's gonna call us uncle well they're gonna call me dad when they get married ship but uh <laughs> the but like it's just a funny arbitrary way that she thought of saying i just wanted to get your guys opinions so when ellie comes over and starts dropping the u word you guys yeah, are okay well yeah i'd say i have no problem with that it, it, it's just like a cool little thing he's gonna forget anyway it's just like we're, we're just closer than just the guy you see yeah remember me Love me. Oh, Kev uh, Kev is an uncle. I want to say yeah, the uncle title is pretty sweet. Like it's like there's no pressure. You're just an uncle. Cool huh? uncle. I love so to I, hear it. I, I, do you but, but do so, your friends have kids though? Are you uncle to anyone that's not biological? No. But I, I would love it. Like, I feel yeah. like that comes with a bit of age when you start becoming like the unofficial uncle. Well, if my life goes as planned, I'm gonna have kids probably a little later. <laughs> a little later. A little later. And I'm probably gonna be 40. uncle to a lot of kids. 
non-biologically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just because, like, well, my friend groups are, yeah, I'm famous. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we want the famous uncle. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but I, I think it's cool. But it does it does transition. Rob, we'll get your answer because we have one last question for you from last episode about names like that. But, Rob, like, I feel like you'd embrace that role. Uh, yeah, I totally I would. And I think it's, I mean, me personally, I don't even use the uh, the word uncle for like even my biological aunts what and uncles. <laughs> yeah. like 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 my my aunts, you don't call him uncle brian i wouldn't whatever. be like uncle mark you know like if even if he was like my biological uncle. really yeah i just go by first names what if what? so disrespectful so disrespectful yeah. really? How do they still dude i have a hard time calling my actual <laughs> no uncle, uncle not like uncle denny really yeah this... I, I feel i feel like i'm like hey dennis i'm like i'm an asshole what the fuck was that <laughs> I'm the complete opposite. It's like Mr. and Mrs. It's like you got to say it. Yeah, I hear you. This is the last question. One of the questions that was posed last week Yeah. before we go. Yeah, so sorry that we didn't really give you a good answer to your uncle question. No, it's all right. Yeah, but, you yeah, know what I was looking for. We just wanted to you know, gauge the room to see what the, you know, forcing I'm someone saying, to be an uncle is. Yeah, especially if we're, uh, if we're famous at that point. Could be worse. You could just not even call your biological uncles yeah. uncle. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, so we, we've been doing tips for your 20s for a while. Yes. We've been having a hard time digesting our 20s down into tidbits. Uh, so we're like, okay, let's try a different thing where when we have guests on, we'll ask you to uh, ask a question for the next a, a, a next guest. If we know who they are, we'll tell you a little bit about them. If not, maybe just, just a random one. A random also one. answer. So you're um, basically farming off your work or like right. pushing on other people. I'm, I'm a delegating. Yeah, delegating. I'm a busy guy. Attorney uh, president. Right. N- nailed it. President the gang. Uh, so Can you just get out of this, the shot for a sec, Robbie? Yeah, Rob. <laughs> Not a president? Of, okay. <laughs> Uh, I had a bunch of other important roles. Yeah, yeah. janitor. Uh, <laughs> no, but just kidding. Uh, so we had our last guest on. We told yes. him that you were a father, um, recent father, all this stuff. And it, it's along the same thing as uncle. But Rob's got the question here uh, for you. Question is, how does he, Mark, feel about girls calling their boyfriends in bed daddy? <laughs> I mean, I guess <laughs> As that- a father who is now daddy. Well, it doesn't happen. I mean, okay, just to, to bring it back to like what the experience of being a father is now, like you, I can imagine as Elliot goes and he's not too far away, like maybe six months from starting to like mama, dada, all that, that like, he's gonna he just s- goes like mama, daddy, <laughs> daddy, <laughs> mama, daddy. He's, got like, he's got like a phone sex operator for <laughs> uh, this is the kind of stuff you can teach him though. You the know? thing is, I'm going to be talking to him about Amelia and say mommy all the time and she'll be doing that about daddy. So it's kind of like, it would be weird because like, I'm daddy. <laughs> like, I don't want some... But are you also... Do you, have you ever been called daddy? No. Okay. No. Me? <laughs> have you met me? Uh, I was at the back of the bar being like, why are we you here? So I'm like, oh, daddy. I've never been called daddy either. I, I, like, maybe even kind of as a joke, someone's like, we should dirty talk like daddy. And I was like, never. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, get out. Get out. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. But like, like, who even does that? I don't know if it's, I think it's, it might be just a myth. Like an old so your kid's going to call you dad. Old daddy's tale. <laughs> my, my, it's, um, someone, I, I, when you guys were trailing off in the last episode, someone had mentioned another uh, like variation of this question is like, yeah. will he call me daddy? Yeah, that, that's what, uh, and yeah. I was thinking, yeah, 
I have my own podcast. I'm allowed to rephrase your questions, Trav. I'm just kidding. Uh, the, I called my dad. My dad passed away, so I'm not going to bring this down. But like, I called him daddy way too long. Like, how, like how way long? Did you also breastfeed long. till you were eight? Uh, no, like six and a half. Six and, six and three quarters. Um, honestly, I can't nail it down. I'm going to say at least 14. I was still in high school calling him daddy, mommy and daddy. So the funny story here, it's real quick. I decided one day... No, it's uh, no more. I'm, I'm changing. This is it. This is no more. Da- I am going to course correct. And I overcorrected. You, you went, you said his first name. Mother and father. Oh. And I still do it to, well, unfortunately my dad passed away, but to my mother, she's yeah. still mother. Or they didn't like it at first. They really, no they shit. really didn't like it. But they're it, like, do you hate us now? Like you're going through teen I don't angst? Know. It kind of felt natural though. I don't know. Mother, mom and dad. Mother, mom father. and dad. There's a yeah. middle ground. <laughs> there was a middle ground. I had ground to make there. up for all the years. It, the only step below mother and father in terms of like love <laughs> is calling them by their first names. That is like Rob does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that to my mom and dad. Only to their brothers and sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it makes. I mean, yeah, yeah. Do you call Dave brother too? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. brother. Brother. Like you gotta say it with like a little bit of like uh, like a posh. That would make like, it more yeah. loving, mother. I think, than than just mother. I don't know. It's hello, mother. You know what though? It's like I do remember like no like between the age of maybe twelve and fifteen being like, oh, I shouldn't be saying that, yeah, mommy. And then there'd be situations. But where, do you know it was sexualized yet? No. Okay. <laughs> no. You didn't have sex till so you were thirty-five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um. But at the same time, I just remember those awkward moments when I was like with my friends and I had to get my mom's attention. Yeah. And I'd be like, mom, there was something like I just couldn't. Why could you just say mom? It just felt weird because <laughs> she was never called mom. So is she going to okay. know that I'm talking about her? <laughs> How does she know? So, so wait, did you drop mommy in front of your friends? No, but I did like the classic when I was in grade two, I called the teacher mommy once. Oh, okay. Right. And then funny story is I had this one teacher in grade seven, shout out Mr. McCabe. We we joshed like we you know we joshed each other a lot like he was a good teacher I, I get like a little bit <laughs> yeah, of like a, you called him daddy here's the thing he goes he, he one day he goes yes son as a joke I'm like what are you talking about he's like you called me dad not just now he's like you called me dad like a few minutes ago I'm like in my head I'm like I know you're fucking lying because I would have said daddy. You think I called you dad? You're lying. You must have misheard me. I didn't say that in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, sure, whatever, bud. But uh, <laughs> at that time, I was just remember, like, I almost wanted to drop that right there. It's like, no, I would I, have I, called I, you daddy. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Hilari- I gotta get that, to work. That, I know that question yeah. turned out to be <laughs> that question turned out to be hilarious. And we thank you for your time. Oh, do you know the next guest? And do you want yes. to come? Oh yeah, yes. we do know the next um, guest. Next guest is Ben Thompson. Okay, he, he's, he's actually a, a younger member of the fraternity. I think I actually met him once when I was doing like a training thing there. I could have been wrong. Just to give you a little context, Ben is uh, working on his acting career. Oh, okay, he, he just graduated maybe within the last year or two. Yeah, he's in the city and stud. Uh, absolute stud. He's gonna be on the show. Uh, so he doesn't feel like a transplant a at a bar. No, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> he's the opposite. original liver, <laughs> and it's he's, working. He's well. transplanting himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any kids on the way? No, not, not, no, he's, he's still the, quite young. Okay, so he's maybe uh, like twenty-two, twenty-three. Actor, I loved, I loved your experience with uh, when you guys brought anyone with acting. It seems like they're perfect for guests. Um, I might make a fraternity, like link it back to the fraternity a little bit, and 
just be like, was there anything in the like in your fraternity experience that you think will contribute to you being a better actor? Simple or like or like like as a talent wise or even career wise? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Twist both, my like question. I'm, no, not, I'm asking. I'm just I'm kidding. Asking. No, no. Yeah. Uh, both. Both. Okay. Both. Yeah. Just like was like not not so much like was there a moment in the fraternity you thought that you're gonna be an actor, but it's like what like from being in this eclectic group of 50 dudes from different temperaments talents and convictions blah 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 like do you think that has somehow made you a better actor all right write it down okay i have a quick question for you yes is this too much pressure to put on guests not really no no i think it would be like more pressure did you feel that the other guests were last guests were pressured it was no but there was fucking five of us i gotta say it was funny you're like Robbie's like ripping off my resume. He's like, his name's Mark Stenuitz. He likes video <laughs> games. He works in. Sp- oh, no, it was just funny. Like he, the way you. He was like, he likes video games. I think was the first thing that came in your mouth. It's like, no, I, I work at sports now. I have a kid, but no, I like video games. <laughs> like things. Um, which, by the way, maybe I'll talk about this if I ever come on again. Is uh, we have to have going kid. today. I'm is uh, I'll bring the kid. But uh, you, I was in the episode real quick, and you mentioned everything about doing anything on Twitch. And no, I'm still not, but somehow organically at work, it's really just kind of in, in its um, grassroots stage. So we'll see what it turns into. And it might just be a passion project that dies out. But uh, I'm kind of working on a Sportsnet top five esports plays of the month. Oh. And it was kind of just like, oddly enough, there was a conversation at work and I kind of like was pushing back and being like, not that esports are dumb, but like the barriers between esports and like real sports fans. And as someone who knows nothing about esports i love it that's games. weird that you don't because i don't i'm not even big into video games and i know esports but it's just like i, I mean i know I, I watch the influencers i watch the fortnite yeah, stuff yeah i i mean i know the games that are popular too but like trying to bridge this gap between like what what's video games and sports in a really interesting way and i just brought in to bring that up and Dude, something the fortnite champion won like a million bucks or something two, absurd. Mil- two million yeah what, or was it more it was two and a half i thought million. it was like around three yeah yeah, yeah it was like it was like two that the, the the whole prize pool was like three and a half million and then being like half a million to second place, two and a half million to first place and, and so on. Uh, but really cool experience, like looking for all that stuff. But I don't think it's too much pressure on your guests. Just to wrap it back. I don't okay. think it's too much pressure. Maybe just make sure you have the guest lined up. If it was kind of like a ambiguous, yeah. then okay. it's the same issue you run into with I can't think uh, of maybe maybe then maybe maybe then we do a tips for your twenties. Like yeah. maybe we are just trying to mix things. it up. We didn't even talk about all the podcast uh, strategy we wanted to talk about another day another day maybe we do that on yours yeah. yes you know, give, we'll bless you with that con- that fire content yeah we'd oh, love wow. to get back on your show as yes. well yes yes uh pod drop um i actually came out with episode recently i skewed from the format a little bit the the original premise was big picture through the lens of video games sports and through i called it hollywood tv, TV or movies movie, yeah. or whatever um I skewed a little bit differently, and this time I did a drop of three sports ones. And I plan to do a drop of three video game ones. I might tw- like tweak it to like geek and include like Star Wars yeah, and those just things like nerd shit. into yeah. nerd shit, and then still have movies and television stand on its own because I feel like video games is too niche, but like geek yeah. culture is so much bigger. Um, and the premise there was a lot about what I was talking about today about Elliot and thinking about. Um, I tell the story of bringing Elliot a four month uh, at that sorry at that time a ten week old to the Raptors parade, which was insane and is yeah. a, probably not a good parenting move, yeah. um, <laughs> especially with the delays and how crazy it was. But that experience, I had um, William. But Blatt. he was there. He was there. He's not going to appreciate it. No, he's going to forget everything before he was twelve. But um, yeah, William Lau 
if you guys have, if anyone who's a Raptors fan probably heard him, he's a huge Raptors reporter for Yahoo Sports. He came on. We talked about the the insane run. I talked to JD Bunkus from Sportsnet about uh, yeah. some football hard knock stuff. Point is, I thought of like doing three stories of sports and then dropping one later, three of that, and then kind of those all together will have this big picture of like immortalizing 2019 for my son. Well, plug it. I like that. Pod drop. Um, I changed uh, providers, but you would just be able to find it by searching pod drop. Um, it helps. A lot of, lot of, lot of podcasts around the name pod drop. Throw pod drop and throw my name in. My name will be in the description. Mark Stanush. If you search that in Google or, or uh, Spotify, or it'll come up. it will come up. Um, and what's your Twitter? Twitter is at Mark Stanush. Keep it okay. simple. And you got a name you, like that, no one's taking your, no yeah, one's taking your name. Yeah, and you're not going to know how to spell it, so look at the description. Um, if you're thinking about having a kid, if you're thinking about sports, video games, any of the things he mentioned, he is the guy. And, uh, dude, thanks for giving us that time. Like, yeah. I, I, I was just joking before, but, yeah, you're a busy fucking dude right now. So, thank you. Love to, love to catch up, guys. Much, much appreciated. Good awesome. Catch up, and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Loving is easy. You have me fucked up. It used to be so hard to see. Yeah, loving.